Welcome to Building Body, Mind, Soul. Find us online at ironmartialartsonline.com. It's a complete package for fitness, health, martial arts, parenting, psychology, meditation, spirituality, and more. We really are building body, mind, and soul. Hello, this is Ryan from Building Body, Mind, Soul here at ironmartialartsonline.com. And for our parenting piece today, we are going to have some fun talking about child tantrums. I know with my toddler, tantrums are a weekly uh, festivity in our house. And I'm sure with most parents around the world, I think that tantrums, I've worked in enough countries and enough different cultures uh, that I can say for sure tantrums are universal for young children, no matter where you are, what culture, all that. They How people deal with them is very, very different, but the fact that they exist is a hard uh, biological, psychological childhood fact. So let's talk about uh, the idea of um, what the parent or a caretaker can do for, and I'm not talking about tantrums in terms of like a 15-year-old adolescent teenage girl or boy who are, is like throwing things across the room and out of control and physically violent or did some destructive path. I'm talking more just, you know, for the purposes of this short talk, young children, toddlers, like let's say like five and under or something, very young, right? And so the first thing is the overall kind of early childhood education consensus for managing tantrums is the idea to ignore, uh, maybe walk away, you know, in the near vicinity, but to just, you know, kind of be present, but ignoring them and, you know, keeping, you know, kind of one eye on them and the other eye on what you're doing and just ignore it. So I think that that is fine if that actually works for your child. I think there's a sub, I know there's a subset of children that depending on their kind of psychological profile and their genetics, that ignoring will not, ignoring a tantrum will not work. I will definitively tell you, ignoring tantrums for 100% of young children will not work 100% of the time, that there will be escalations where maybe you ignore them and after a couple minutes of ignoring them, uh, the, it, it turns into violence or you know, breaking things or you know something like that. Maybe they have a brother or sister that they're getting even more out of control with now physically, destructively, you know, in some way. Um, and so it's like, so what do you do if ignoring it, which is a fine start, but what do you do when ignoring fails? Well, there's this other school of thought, which used to be back in, I think, up to definitely 80s and 90s and 2000s. But nowadays, people kind of um, frown upon it, which is timeouts. And timing out is something, or maybe people say, like, you can time out like a, a one or a two-year-old, but like not like a five or six-year-old. Like, you shouldn't have to time out at that age. Should be able to reason with them. There's a degree of logic and rationale a five-year-old has that obviously a two-year-old does not have. However, um, that you know, there are times that just it's not going to you know, a timeout is not going, uh, or rather, a timeout is going to work um, if what people 
recommend nowadays, the redirecting kids does not work. So a lot of people will say, you know, we replace timeouts with a redirect. So we try to redirect a child to, you know, a different conversation or for if it's like somebody you know, like toddler, very young, two years old, 18 months, you know, show them you know, like, you know, like, you know, a different book they have or a different, um, you know, something to distract them an activity to stop and break the tantrum, kind of like you're breaking their OODA loop, you know, and their, their sequence of, of orientation and reaction and, and what they're doing. And that is, and, and so there's nothing wrong with redirecting. Uh, there's nothing wrong with ignoring it. There's nothing wrong with redirecting it. But there will be still a subset of children out there, uh, including toddlers, that ignoring a tantrum and redirecting bad behavior, uh, either or, is not going to work. It just is not going to work for 100% of kids. The genetic variation of children is too great and too varied to say that this one or two steps work for all kids of all backgrounds from all you know, places and cultures, that's not, that's not accurate, right? That would be insane, actually, to argue that. So I think it's quite possible that having a timeout, uh, I don't, you know, another common old approach that we all frown upon nowadays is hitting your child. And while some people still spank and hit, um, I, I would say that that really should not be uh, used anymore. That one hopefully has been discarded around most of the world. You don't want to try to solve and fix hitting with hitting. Uh, that doesn't, you know, even on its face, doesn't make a lot of logical, rational sense to, to try to stop and change their violent behavior with your violent behavior. It doesn't make sense. Um, but timeouts are definitely a thing still. I don't care what anyone says. That's just, there's just, there's just, it's not logical and rational. The, the you know this psychology makeup of a child to say that always ignoring and always redirecting timeouts have a time and place um even for older children uh if if it needs to be used right and it's just how it's used and when it's used and getting to know your child and their thresholds and you know when they kind of quote reach the point of no return where you have to act and ignoring would just end very badly for everybody um but some generalities that do make sense, I would say, is, you know, it's never good to try to fix their violence with your violence, right? With, with you know, hitting and spanking. It's never good to try to match their yelling and screaming with your yelling and screaming. Uh, that's not ever usually productive. Having a calm voice, being firm, stern, hard, direct eye contact. Uh, hard, direct eye contact is very important, too. Um, yeah, that those are all important things. Um, nighttime tantrums, I think it's worth turning on a light at night, readjust their eyes. I've had some people say if you know, a child is really getting physical, out of control because they don't want to hit or, or slap or spank, which again, I, uh, I applaud and would not use hitting or violence. But I like the idea of uh, one parent had a little pocket flashlight. I don't mean something like high powered, dangerous. I mean, like a little keychain, you know, like a mini pocket flashlight that they would just flash in the child's eyes if they got like so out of control that they were, um, you know, that, you, you know, they were not able to be redirected. They were not amenable to a timeout, you know, because they would just keep doing what they're doing 
or you know maybe there's a you know not a way you can time them out where you actually are in the moment having that little pocket flashlight just to kind of flash in their eyes and and try to reset them um is one kind of uh you know cool little strategy uh for younger kids i think turning on the light in a room at night for a nighttime tantrum is uh, very effective that also is in a way that resets them um and i would say if you do ignore them obviously this should go without saying but i you know maybe we have to say it if you're ignoring them during a tantrum you always have to readdress them right after once they calm down it will create all sorts of problems um if you were to uh not recognize their kind of ending of the tantrum and just totally ignore them for like the next three hours and go about your day, that would not make sense. That would not be good. I'm sure you don't do that. And hopefully most people don't do that. You readdress the child once the tantrum has passed. Uh, otherwise, I think, um, you know, just also having a plan when you go out in public where if you can't easily um, redirect them, and you're not able to ignore them. So the easy example is a doctor's office and you're in a tiny waiting room and there's 10 people there. Your kid is like out of control. Try to quietly redirect them. Try to go ahead and, you know, you can't, you know, you can't really ignore them because it's not fair to the other 10 people in the waiting room to watch your child be out of control for 10 minutes. Um, so then it's, I actually think that's a good place where timeouts have a place in public, right in broad public daylight, timing them out right on the floor, sitting right there, right in the moment, especially, you know, again, for toddlers, um, that timeouts can and should be public. If you're in a hard situation that you can't leave and you, the, the child is really not redirectable, having a, a timeout that is right then and there if it's you know if it's something that you feel you really can't you know, maybe it's a very important doctor's appointment for an important result or something yeah you got to stay you can't walk out so you got to have a plan b um so there it is tantrums uh enjoy them for parenting and we will see you next time building body mind soul find us online at ironmartialartsonline.com it's a complete package for fitness, health, martial arts, parenting, psychology, meditation, spirituality, and more. We really are building body, mind, and soul.